Sports Show. I'm your host, Patrick, and with me are my cohort, co-host cousins, Justin and Derek. We are recording this episode on February 22nd, 2017. So a quick correction from last week. I said Nebraska was playing UC Irvine in baseball last weekend. It was actually UC Riverside. And the series turned out to be a wash in that two out of the four games were rained out. Uh, Nebraska ended up splitting their doubleheader on Friday, but thank goodness for the hardtop, which is where we will start tonight. A huge, huge weekend for Nebraska basketball across the board. And I'm not just talking Big Red here, folks. Creighton, both the men and women, won their games. But the big news, the men beat Ohio State. Great win for them. And the women upset Indiana in the vault. 67-64. Fellas, is this something that we can build off of? And particularly with Tim Miles, because I know that he's on the hot seat, uh, in theory anyway. Um, do you think that he'll be able to take this win and give us some momentum into the Big Ten tournament, Justin? <laughs> Big Ten tournament? Sure. Yeah, this was an awesome win. It was a uh, great comeback for Nebraska. But let's not forget, it was a huge uh, choke job by Ohio, Ohio State. And uh, probably bigger, not as big, but, you know, the biggest choke job since Atlanta, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, or if Darth you look Vader. at the stats, <laughs> there you go. Looking at the stats, there's no way Nebraska should have won this game. It was nothing but a choke job. So I'm glad that Nebraska hung in there and they battled back for a win. It was a great win, but Ohio State, they're not very good either. So, now, yeah. I love the fact that karma was a big factor because Ohio State were the ones that got our number in Lincoln earlier in the season, uh, a close game there. Nebraska paid them back big time. They lost by one, uh, Ohio State lost by one point. Victory goes to Nebraska. Um, well, let's, let's, yeah. let's not forget that when Ohio State beat us in Lincoln, the only reason they beat us, we had a guy slip on the court. And so we blame the guy who wipes out the wipes down the floor. Well, you don't blame That's him, but what do you do? I mean, I, it's bad luck, I guess. I mean. <laughs> so, again, karma. Because karma is usually something bad happens to you. It comes around and it turns good True. for you. Yeah. So, um, in terms of that, uh, do we just look then to the next next season then? Because is it too little too late for Nebraska? Even though now they have a full complement. Uh, everyone's healthy. Ed Morrow's back contributing. Everyone seems to be clicking. But is it too little too late, Justin? I think that this is they're at a point where they can certainly build off of it. You know, we got four games left. We got a big game against Michigan State tomorrow night. I think that one would go a long way. And plus, with the four games remaining, we still have a chance to finish the season with a uh, winning record. Yeah. Something that Tim Miles does not do very often, you know? <laughs> and so I, I think that goes a long way. Uh, and, you know... I want to talk about positives because I came off really negative about the Nebraska program in the beginning of the show. But sure. Jack McVay, Jack McVay, he's, he is a pleasant surprise for the program, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Big time. And big time. That, that, he had a big three-pointer in this game against Ohio State, which was – it was awesome. I mean – It took he, him a while to get to started, spot. too. It took him yeah. a while to get started, too. He was missing threes in the first half, and then he didn't, didn't really click until late in the second half when it was – when we needed him. So that was huge. There are some studs on this team, and you know, some, I, sometimes I just want to bite my lip when I want to say this, but this is what I'm really thinking. Uh, a lot of times, 
and you've heard me talk about Tim Miles before, but sure. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Sometimes I wonder what it would be like if we had a real coach for this young talent that we've accumulated. Uh, I don't know. That, that, sounds, that sounds pretty harsh. Well, elaborate if you would. Who do you think would be a real coach for Nebraska? Like, if you could pick anybody. And, and I, I mean, keep it yeah, at least halfway that's, realistic. That, I don't that, that's, that's the tough part. You know, that's 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 what people ask me when I say make that claim. I don't know who the right guy is, but looking at the last, you know, four seasons, I guess five seasons now, I'm not convinced that the guy right here is the guy for the job. And he's going to get another year, and he probably should. Maybe, you know, we'll have this conversation later. Yeah. Maybe Eichhorst puts him on notice. I don't know. Uh, He's going to be back next year. Derek, uh, you have any thoughts about this team? Is are we need to be looking at next year, or do you think we have a shot this year to maybe make some waves? I mean, hey, got the NIT right. Well, I mean, if that's our goal, I guess sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, the NIT is just like uh, the second, the first loser. I mean, it's like ah. Eh. Let's give everybody in the tournament. We'll give everybody a shot. You know, everybody gets a but, trophy, Eric. Yeah, yeah, you know. But but hey, you know, song of the. I, I guess you got to you got to start somewhere. And beating Ohio State is definitely me. It's a good win. So I mean, it's building you, blocks. You mentioned uh, some. Yeah, you you mentioned some of the injuries. If we can get people healthy and and I and I seen earlier this week. Uh, I, I'm gonna forget the guy's name, and I apologize for this, but. Uh, Nebraska just picked up a small forward out of uh, Wisconsin who was a top 100 recruit. And, I mean, recruiting, uh, Miles seems to be doing a pretty good job with. It's it's winning the games. And I don't know. Maybe these players still need a little development. I, I don't know. But we're, we're getting some decent talent in here at least. Uh, I think it was just a matter of – I think if everyone would have been healthy, I think the – Record would have been better, but, you know, really can't do anything about that right now. Justin, dare I talk about the women? <laughs> it's your show, man. All right. <laughs> so the women beat Indiana. Great upset. Good win for Amy Williams, especially after this. Uh, this, this has been a tough, tough character-building year. And I say character-building in a way that at least adds something to it. But six and twenty, I think, is where we're at. Where they're at right now, Justin, is that correct? That is very correct. Uh, we are, a, yeah, yeah. We're not very good. The fans know we're not very good. Yeah, I, I, for some reason, I just kind of was interested slightly, and I uh, checked out the attendance for this last game as a home game, and uh, we had less than five thousand people there. Is that right? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's usually but you not know what, the case. But but well, they're getting killed every single game. You know, well, they're losing I, it late. Like they always seem to well, lose it late, and then all well, of a, I, then the team I, just blows them out in the fourth quarter. I follow them on Twitter, and I'm usually just shocked that if we're within ten points at halftime, we're getting beat by twenty. You know, it, w- it was a few games back, you know, a couple weeks ago, where uh, Wisconsin, who's another, they have another bad team they had a 10 game losing streak and they routed nebraska to snap a 10 game losing streak 
So what do you chalk it up to? The fact that Amy Williams is a new coach, they got to get used to her. The fact that they've got a pretty young team. I mean, individually, they've got some playmakers. Uh, Hannah Whitish was freshman of the week uh, after the game, had 18 points, uh, went four of six for three-pointers. And Jessica Shepard, uh, she reached 1,000 points, and she's a sophomore. And also, she's really uh, broadened her game. I mean, she can shoot the three now, so she's a pretty uh, potent weapon there. Surely there's something we can build off of for Amy Williams to have some sort of a uh, of an improvement next year, don't you think? I'm not going to pretend like I follow women's basketball game in, game out. Sure. But I will offer this. When Connie Yori, when she came to Nebraska, her very first season, she went 8-20. and 20. The storyline went fairly well for her up until the end. Amen to that. Amen but, to that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's not – terrible for amy williams you know she she was pretty damn good coach at south dakota she's got a pretty good resume there mm-hmm. but maybe she gets it done but this year it, it was a disaster i mean i i look at mike riley you know he started off uh he started off uh with a losing record and but he wasn't getting blown out his first year like Amy Williams. Uh, I mean, fair, fair enough. No, he, but I, he I waited to, something. He waited until the second year to get blown out. <laughs> That's the Derek I know. All right, all right, all right. So, in any case, it was a good weekend for basketball. Baseball, yeah, we split. Uh, we won the first game, or we lost the first game five to four. Um, we had a nice lead on them, but then we lost it late. Uh, the pitching was just. And then four to three, we won that game. But again, we almost blew it with our pitching. Derek, I sense a disturbing trend here. Uh, is there anything you can go into specifics about here? Well, I wouldn't get too concerned yet. I mean, our better starters didn't even get a chance to pitch this weekend. Uh, Burkhamper, Jake, oh, I'm butchering his name. I'm sorry. But Burr Camper, he, he got rained out, so he didn't get a chance to start at all. And uh, Hohensee, I'm going to probably butcher his name too. But Hohensee's right. Hohensee, yeah. he, he uh, actually was suspended for the first series for violation of team team rules. So when you're missing a couple of your key starters, I I understand it's more a bullpen that we're concerned about, but you know, we're playing uh, Oregon State twice this weekend, Utah tw- twice this weekend. Uh, hopefully in dry we'll weather. See what we can do. Yeah, hopefully we can get these games in because we need them. Um, Justin, um, did you happen to catch these games or no? Well, on you know Friday afternoon, you know, I was at work. I was trying to follow it online uh, or at least on my phone. Wow. That's actually a chore, guys. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that is it a is. chore. We yes, are not getting. Is. We are not getting. Well, nationally, they're not giving college baseball uh, what what they should. You know, they're not promoting the sport. Big Ten Network is. They're the, they're the same. They don't want to promote the sport. SEC Network. If you turn to the SEC Network throughout baseball season, they're always playing baseball games like what they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not seeing that on the ESPN networks, Big Ten network. It's sad. Yeah, it yeah. seems like well, the only time that they actually the coverage actually happens when you re- hit the regionals, hit the super regionals, and I mean, I, I it, it would be nice to chart how your team is doing if they get to that point. Yeah, I, I'm not even 
all I'm talking about is I just want a simple score update. You know, yeah. I want to go to somewhere yeah. where it's like, hey, what's the score? What inning is it? What a chore. Yeah, and, and look, the, the bad thing is, is you get like you go to ESPN, you can get some scores, but Nebraska's not in there. I, I'm assuming it's because they're not in the top twenty-five. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're top you can't hardly get. Yeah, they're a top twenty-five team. Yeah, they're a top twenty-five team. Well, that's even worse for a top no, twenty-five no, no, no. team. You still can't. ESPN just covers the top twenty-five teams, and I don't even think it's. Oh real yeah, team. yeah, okay. that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, so, so I mean, you can't get any scores on ESPN. You go to CBS Sports app, and they don't even have college baseball in there, period. Yeah. There's really not a like, lot of national. Like, the only place I could seem to find uh, any score update at all or any news at all is going to the Husker Max page and going to the baseball side of it. Uh, you can also find it on the official Huskers uh, athletic page, huskers.com. Uh, you have live stats there. And obviously the audio, you can listen to that. To that, but yeah, there's just not a lot of options. I mean, NCAA.com is the only thing I can think of. Maybe NCAA. Is that real time? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. But I, well, I want to challenge our listeners if they know a better way to follow college baseball games better than what we know because we're idiots. Uh, let us know. <laughs> Oh, Somebody please. let us know. Because, I would love yes, to follow. Would be nice. I, I love baseball, and I would love to follow Nebraska baseball a little closer. And it's just hard to follow Nebraska baseball because it's. I mean, you can get it on some of the AM radio stations, but hell, it's even hard to find out what time the games are. A lot of times, I mean, it's like yeah, yeah. The best place to go is probably the athletic site, but it, it's ironic, though, don't you think that uh, you know ESPN they want to make a huge deal out of the College World Series, all the ramp up, you know, everything is about going to Omaha, the road to Omaha, you know, yeah, you commercial after commercial, right, right. But they don't want to play. They don't want to show any college baseball games. You know, they'll they'll show the super well, regionals. They don't put their money where their promotions are. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's sad, and and, well, and I get it. I get it. It's it's but, not it's not a big money maker for uh, television, I guess. But what's even more sad is the conference, the conference networks, the Big Ten network, which I love for football. Sure, you can't watch a damn baseball game during baseball season because they want to show swimming and gymnastics or. Whatever. Yeah. Well, what's, re- what's really sad about it, what's really sad about it is ESPN promotes a Little League World Series about as much as they do the College World Series. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. And they, they also do a good job leading up to the actual, you know, championship games. I mean, games they, they do. They treat, college, they treat college baseball about like they do the Little League baseball. I mean, they don't. They don't pay attention until it's all, oh, we're doing the, call, the, the Little League World Series. They do the same thing with college baseball. And it's kind of sad. I mean, I I would love to watch, see some games on TV. Mm-hmm. I I find myself watching the SEC Network. You know, during you know, college baseball is fun to watch. You know, I, I oh yeah, wake, I love oh, it's wake, a different. Though. It's I like the sound of the bat. You know, you yeah. got the aluminum bat still, and it's just that that, that ping. ting instead of the yep. crack. I, and that yep. I mean, I love my major league baseball. I love hearing the crack of the bat, but. That team really? has a different ring to it. It's fun. It's fun to listen to. It's fun to watch. Do you think that there's, a, there's a sound discrimination here that you know everyone prefers the crack to the ping? Is that the is that the deal you think? Or <laughs> 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 pretty sure that has nothing to do with it. But hey, 
conspiracies can start anywhere, right? Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. Wait, um, wait. Before I got it, can, yeah. can I tell a baseball story real quick? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I, so Derek's wearing this Cubs hat here that I'm looking at, right? And did you guys happen to see? Always. Yeah. Did you guys happen to see this little uh, this prank that Greg Maddox pulled on Chris Bryant? I did not. Oh, it was fantastic. It was great. Well, share so, with the class. Share okay. with the I class. I don't want to spend a lot of time with this. Uh, what we'll do is uh, I'll post it on our Twitter account. So check us out on uh, uh, Husker Cuzcast at, uh, on Twitter. Derek will post it on Facebook. But what it is, it's uh, Chris Bryant. He's doing a commercial in Las Vegas. And, well, it's not uh, really a commercial. He was just doing a batting practice. No, it's it for a commercial. Though. Yeah, and they're videotaping. And they have the sound guy, and the sound guy keeps ribbing him and asking him stupid questions, and you know, just talking up. And uh, it's actually Greg Maddox, and he's like, he's got this like really trailer park uh, beard going on, and yeah. this hair, this wig, and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, so they did this little prank where the guy pitching batting practice to Chris Bryant, he fakes a phone call, he has to leave, and the sound guy who looks a little overweight and all that stuff says, "Well, hell, I can throw. I throw to my kids all the time. I'll throw to you." Chris Bryant's like, "I don't want any of this. I don't want any of this." And uh, so, Greg Maddox gets up and he starts throwing. And Chris Chris Bryant's like, "Wow, I think this guy might be better than the other guy." Oh. And then, then, then Greg Maddox starts throwing out the curve balls and all that stuff, and Chris Bryant just cannot rip it. And he's like, "What is going on?" And I mean, the whole, the whole thing is just epic. You, you, you just have oh, to. Yeah, we got to see the best part. The best part of it is watching Chris Bryant asking him. The guy asked him if he can have his bat. And he says, yeah, you want me to sign it for you? And he goes, yeah, who do you want me to sign it to? And he says, you can just sign it to Greg Maddox. And Chris Bryant's fr- face is just priceless. Like, he's like, <laughs> what? Oh, and the it. best part is he's talking about Las Vegas baseball players, and he's talking about Greg Maddox earlier because he yeah. had grown up in Las Vegas. And it was, it was priceless. It was fun to watch. Oh, that sounds like a keeper. Uh, let's move from uh, baseball to our favorite pastime, which is football. Uh, some news coming out that Kurt Warner's son actually wa- is coming out as a walk-on at Nebraska, Cade Warner. Uh, thoughts, gentlemen? Looking forward to this? I think it's cool. I think we need some bodies at wide receiver, so this is certainly going to help. Uh, you know, he's he's not going to be an impact player by no means, but I think it's a, a bigger story here is that I think coming into this year, how many high profile dads, I guess I'll call them. We're going to get a have, bunch because we got Keyshawn Johnson probably going to be attending some games. And now we got Kurt well, Warner. So, yeah. And I think that's the story here. All these high profile dads are sending their kids. They're entrusting Mike Riley and staff with their kids, collegiate careers. And so if these guys, you know, Keyshawn Johnson, hall of famer and, uh, Kurt Warner. I mean, if they if they entrust their kids' livelihoods with Mike Raleigh and staff, I think the fans need to cut Mike Raleigh and staff a little bit of a break and think that okay, they probably know what they're doing. You know, Derek. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy because sure, that's who be I that am. guy, Derek. You know, be that guy. Okay. So, what are they entrusting Mike Riley with? Getting them to the pros. Because that's all fine and dandy, but I, I don't care about that as much. I mean, it's cool to see some Nebraska players playing the pros, but 
I want to see some championships. I, well, I mean, you have to admit, who would have thought you would get the Big Ten West? And, and we're yeah. still sending guys to the pros, and 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 I'm I'm afraid that that's what they're entrusting them in is getting them into the pros. Well, I see. I don't care. No, I, I, I think it's just their. I think it's development as young men is the way I see it. Uh, it but it is a legitimate concern because the last thing we want to have Nebraska become is a gateway to the pros, as so many other college programs seem to do. Yeah, that'd be terrible to have all that high-caliber talent come through Nebraska. But not have any hardware to show for it. That's the concern here. If they put in all that talent, but we don't get any dividends out of it, what what point was it then? It's better than not having any talent. (laughs) You're not going to get that hardware anyway, okay? (laughs) Well, we're always – we're Nebraska. We're always going to send a few to the the NFL. I mean, it happens every year. Yeah. Even yeah. in some of our worst recruiting classes, we've still sent guys to the pros. Uh, and then the other uh, news coming out was we were supposed to have a potential, well, not supposed to, but it would have been nice, a potential transfer from uh, Clemson, Scott Pagano, who's a defensive lineman. Nebraska was on the list to visit. That is off the table. So he is not coming to Lincoln. Uh, but – is this a trend that you guys are kind of concerned about this whole idea of college transfer becoming the new free agency? Derek, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, we, before we get into the free agent, the free agency portion of this, which is essentially what this graduating transfer is. Uh-huh. But before we get into that, I, I'm curious to know what's going on with the spot, the Scott Pagano. He's had a fairly good career, pretty good career at Clemson. They just got done. They're coming off a national championship year. And all of a sudden, you're wanting to transfer out of there. I mean, kind of makes you wonder if maybe he got in some trouble that's he doesn't want to deal with, and so he's just going to go somewhere else. I, or... I smell some lone gunman territory. What are you getting at here, Derek? Well, I mean, it's all speculation. I have no clue what. I mean, I I don't. I'm not there, but it just seems strange to me that you would leave a national championship team to go play somewhere else, especially if you're talking about maybe going to like an Arkansas or. Texas, which is two of his official visits. It seems strange to me. Justin? It does seem strange. Well, it some seems strange just because they, they, you know, they are hot off of the uh, national championship. He probably doesn't even have his national championship ring yet, you know? <laughs> uh, but I, I just, people leave for different reasons. You know, maybe he's, maybe he sees the writing on the wall. Maybe he knows that he's going to be a little bit more buried on the depth chart because he wasn't a starter at Clemson. And maybe he sees his playing time diminish a little bit. And so maybe he wants to go somewhere where he can play a little bit more and increase his chances in the NFL. Because uh, on 93.7 The Ticket, Jake Sorensen, he cited a source that uh, he saw that uh, Scott Pagano was going to be a, a top 10 defensive tackle for the NFL draft. I don't know what the source was. Well, but that's what he said. And to, it could to be. To me. To me, well, it always seems like these guys don't pan out in the NFL because it seems to me like if, if, if what you're saying is true and he's just scared of the competition, then what are you going to do when you get to the pros and you got real competition? I mean, well, I mean, Russell Wilson, he transferred. I think he did pretty well for himself. Yeah, yeah don't well, remind me. I mean, he did, it with, he did it a lot with the best defense in the NFL. I mean, he didn't exactly <laughs> like the world on fire, but he was just basically the – 
the key component to the offense that scored 14 my points. My God. Game. I what think, example would I have to give you for you to say, yeah, you're not wrong? I would say he had some highlight reel kind of stuff. Sports Center top 10 stuff. Uh, Russell Wilson brought another dynamic to the offense. He was, you know, he brought his legs. He brought, you know, he was a, he was a, he was a good improviser. Bottom line is, I have nothing. I have no problem with this rule. If people commit to a university, and what they're committing to is getting a degree, plan four years. You get your degree. Once you fulfill your obligation, if your fifth year or fourth year, or whatever that you want to leave after getting your degree and place somewhere else for whatever reasons, and you don't owe it to the school to you know fully explain your reasons why you want to leave, just go. Just go. Kevin Williams for Nebraska, he did it last year, and it bit him in the ass. He went to Michigan Thank State for that. where, yeah, he, yeah. there's no love lost there, but he went to Michigan State, and uh, I don't know. Are, do, are we to assume fine. then that Pagano well, is probably going to be transferring to, you know, a high-caliber SEC team like Alabama or not? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, North Carolina or some of the ACC like team like North well, Carolina or something like that. It sounded like his top two schools right now are Oregon and Oklahoma. Yeah, okay. if I if I had to bet a nickel, I'd say Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma would sound like the better bet. Well, his dad's visiting with him in Oklahoma, so yeah. I assume that's where most. Try to nickel on the. I'd right bet now. Oklahoma. I mean, but yeah, but I hate this rule. This rule is dumb. I think I, it's free agency. If you want to play the free agency game, go to the pros. But what's it, what's different between this and just transferring regularly? You know, having to well, sit I mean, out. I mean, there's there's no the guy, difference. The guys that are transferring regularly are because they're they are buried in the depth chart and they want to go somewhere where they can play. And most of them go to a smaller school or they go play junior college for a year. Let's. Well, uh, okay. I, I don't think that's and, a done deal I mean, though. Don't mix up words. Kevin Williams was not a starter. Okay, <laughs> just because he said that. He wasn't a starter. That's why he went to Michigan State, okay? He was buried on the depth chart. All right. And then uh, I guess the final topic for the night is, I guess, Billy Devaney, um, our associate athletic director, had some interesting words regarding uh, what to expect from Nebraska in the Big Ten, which is, look out, Michigan, look out, Ohio State. Are these comments warranted? Justin. I think it's fun. I like hearing I like hearing smack talk like that. I love, you know, controlled arrogance. I guess is that is that right? Well, but Would that be controlled arrogance? Up? I think that's what I'm concerned with. I mean, he doesn't really have a lot to back up. I mean, they're just words, are they not? Well, they're just words, and it's fun. I mean, I think it. I think for for me, I think it riles us up more than anything, you know, we're, we're talking about it because he's saying there, it's like kind of that, that hoorah speech, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Hey, well, well if along, after this season, yeah, you know, after this lines, season, well, yeah, along those lines, it's well, a good point. Um, do you think that it, what's is it what's, what's, on, players, Derek, do you think? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what you said it for, but what's the big deal? You know what? He said everything that every other fan says. Yeah. All he said was screw Michigan and Michigan and Ohio State. We've all said it. So why shouldn't he be able to say it? It's so, free country, it's freedom of speech. Oh, I got I got right? that, but it's you know, I mean, you're not hoping for a little I mean, bit I of diplomacy from our coaching staff a little bit. Like I don't 
I don't know how many more times I can say screw Michigan and Ohio State. That's... Matter of fact, I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> screw Michigan and Ohio State. I, 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 I and he doesn't you, want to concede to him. He doesn't I want to concede to him. I want to do a round the, I mean, come on. that. But I'm just the, saying. The guy, has, the guy has fire in his belly. And he's, I mean. Well, it certainly gives us you know, an indication no. of where Nebraska sees their mission statement. They want to be at the top of the hill. I get that. But I think we got to get some, you know, some some quality wins where it warrants that kind of talk. So we'll Although see. Although I, yeah. I will say this. You know, uh, Sean Eichhorst had some bad words to say about Iowa back when he fired Bo Pelini, and our record against Iowa has been terrible since. Are, so, are they repeatable? So, uh, so maybe he's just giving me jewels, but I don't know. But it's still fun to hear. I, I like hearing it. All right. Uh, and that will do it, I think, for us here at the CuzCast. Uh, we have two shout-outs here. One to Daniel Bullocks, who, if you recall, interviewed for the coaching spot that Bob Elliott eventually filled. Uh, good news, Bullocks is going to Frisco, where he will be following in the footsteps of Tom Rathman. So best of luck to him with the Niners. And uh, Anthony Steele's uh, walk-on wingback, who played for Nebraska from 1978 to 81, revealed he has stage 4 prostate cancer. So our thoughts and prayers go to him here at the CuzCast, along with his family and teammates. Check out the highlight clip Huskers.com made. Really good stuff. You can interact with us on Facebook and Twitter. And don't forget to follow us on Podbean. You can find us on Player FM. We're also available on iTunes. So don't forget to like us and write a review. Help us get lots of likes and lots of ratings, because that's what keeps the CuzCast going. Leave us comments, suggestions, topics for future episodes, and insults if you feel so inclined. Hell, I know I feel like insulting Tweedle J and Tweedle D every time they open their yaps. So we will see you next I'm, Wednesday. Until then, go big. I'm going to Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar.